In the Bronx, New York, you can double park in the middle of the road to talk with a neighbor about the mayor or the Yankees. You can pick enough exotic honey to fill a tin bucket. And you can see a podcast where bad business tells it how it is. We still tell it in straight, deliberate fashion, much as we ever did. Shush, one listen and you'll be glad to know we don't ever plan to stop. Bad Business with Barack and Daniel. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! This is Barack. And I'm Danny. This is the best day of my life. Damn straight. Yeah. And who do we have with us today? We have very special guests. Can you guys please introduce yourselves? I'm Paulina, or I go by Pal. I'm Hello Tones, DJ, promoter. There was a third thing I was going to say, and this shit just slipped my mind. I was practicing it on the train. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> no, it's a better uh, creative overall. Could you say it one more time for the white people in the audience? <laughs> Maybe a little slower, too. Noé Cepeda. Noé. Noé. I like that. So uh, you guys are very powerful figures in the, like, I feel, is it, is it a new scene here? Or is it a newly thriving scene? Yeah, I feel like the second, right? Newly thriving. Newly thriving, right? Yeah. Newly thriving, young, uh, Mexican music, urban, fashion, all that art scene, right? Yeah. It feels like it's, it's, been a, it's been boiling in a pot for so long. Yeah. And now we all, in these different little creative pockets, you know, I'm DJing, this man right here, magician with the threads. Yeah. I'm fucking with his threads Yo. right now. Hell yeah. Yeah. Power, right. power, power chains, all the other promotions she do. So since we got Hello Tones first, yo, please uh, tell us what you've been working on, what you've been doing, where you're from. Come on, tell us who All you right, are. Born, yo, I, I love the, the Bronx shout out in your intro, man. Born yeah. and raised in the Bronx, Kingsbridge. Shout out Kingsbridge. Facts. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 We'll be on the block. Yeah. Yeah. You're on our block. What's up? <laughs> no, Born and raised. I told you we... Right, Danny? Oh, fuck, yeah, the Bronx. I like that. Yeah. I love the Bronx. I'm Danny. Top, top three things about my the Bronx. dad's from the Bronx. My dad is my dad is from the Bronx. Oh, I can yeah. say that, but I'm Danny and I love the Bronx. Sorry, to hell yeah, you we off. don't get you a shirt. But back to what I was saying. Um, <laughs> fuck, remind me where we was at just before this little. Yeah, what you been doing? What you working on? Yeah, what you so, been fucking with? I don't know. So I've been DJing for the last five years. Really, in the last year, shit's kind of been taking off. I really I started doing like house, techno, electronic music, and slowly but surely embracing more of my culture. I grew up around a genre of Latin American dance music called cumbia. Cumbia. Originates in Colombia, made its way to Mexico, got African roots with the percussion, beautiful, beautiful style of music, hundreds of subgenres, all types of way to play it. Every now and then I would just, you know, I grew up around it, I know my shit, so I would just like sneak it into my sets and shit. And it wouldn't make sense sometimes, and I finally learned how to make it sense, make it make sense. And folks was always like, that was the standout moment when I was eating. Like, what was that? I'd never heard this style of music. And how did you make it make sense? So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of getting people's attention and shit. So let me lean into that shit. Let me do it more and more. And now it became the opposite where I'm doing mostly cumbia. And then every now and then I'll mix in some DMB or some other well, electronic shit. DMB. Yeah, man. Like just fucking like blow people's heads up. <laughs> and the thing is too, is like the cumbia, at least predominantly in Mexico, is of DJ culture, but it's more sound system shit. It's more like who the hottest MC shouting everybody out in the party. Not mm. really mixing, not really blending. Cause it's like just hip-hop. like, yeah, 
basically, yeah. A lot old hip hop. Old hip hop. People pissing on the streets. And they yeah. just don't. Just I was walking in the park and up. having a good time. Skibbity bop. Matt Observation was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Like, Look at that shit. Look at that shit. But they called it the Hood CNN. Yeah. But so that's what's up. To that point, though, I'm not really a big MC when I DJ Cumbia. So from what I did, blending house, techno, all that. I kind of took those sensibilities of how I mix that shit high energy super fast and I kind of put it on cumbia. At the same time, too, I'm somebody who grew up on mixtapes. So from Facts. second, third grade. From the Bronx. Yeah. So I had all the G-Unit radios it's out. There. Mad Facts. Gangsta Grills. Facts. So I, I would start boys. putting out my mixes and it would be in that way where it's like, I would do it like them White Owl tapes or like them Clue tapes where it's like, yo, here's mm. t- 10, 15 of the hottest shits that I fuck with. I'm mix it all up. Oh, that's what's And up. that's how I started doing my cumbia mixes because I was like, let me take an unfamiliar genre to a lot of my audience and kind of like present it in a way that they're familiar with. This is five years ago, you're saying? No, no, this was, with, this was within the last like three, but I started five. Oh, okay. But I'm telling you, the cumbia three shit years, okay. really took off in the last year for me. That's what's up. I can actually remember the, one of the first moments. It's great you here, bro. Because when I got um, hit up to, I got hit up to DJ a pop-up that uh, Noez Brand did, Ghetto Friends, last June, a year ago. And um, I got hit up by, shout out Henry, five-star man, phenomenal photographer. Um, he hit me up and he was like, yo, this is your, like, I want you to play this, like, you're the perfect fit for it. At the time, I don't think other people in the crew were really familiar with me, but he had been rocking with me for so long and I'm always about giving back. So I'm like, yeah, I'm there. And that was the first time, like, I was exposed to, like, Seeing like, yo, you doing your shit. You, I see how you taking what I said and you're, you're doing that with clothes. Not necessarily with like DJing and music, but with clothes. You taking the context of Mexican, Mexican-American culture, the Mexican diaspora, and fusing it with elements of New York. Like real New York shit. And it's not, and this ain't no shade to anybody else doing it, but you know, a lot of smaller brands tend to lean on simple screen prints. Very like entry-level stuff, when I saw how technical the cut and sewn elements of what y'all do was, I was like, nah. Like, that's, that's real cultural shit. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to say, the, can we pivot to the fashion element of it? Because I know yeah, that you two that. folk... Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, no, I swear. Oh, yeah, I bet you were. I was going to say, I have, a bunch of, I have a bunch of questions. <laughs> shut up, shut uh, up. Uh, I did it first. I was Don't try the, to take my word. I have a bunch of questions for you guys, but I'm sure it caters to all three of you. And I, I would rather have... like Because you, what you said, I'm pretty sure it's like similar, but in different diasporas of what you guys are doing, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's why I'm, I'm waiting. Let's, yeah. let's go to no way. Let's go. Yeah. So um, born in Mexico. You know, I'm gonna, I'm to I was gonna say that. pull. <laughs> I, don't know. I was say pull that mic in. It moves. I've been I've been waiting for this time. You know? Yeah. I'm like halfway through the cup. I got you. So it's like yeah. I'm about to talk my shit. You know? Please do. Cheers. This is if there ever was a place to talk your shit, it's bad business. Nah, so sure. cheers, cheers. Damn straight. Facts. Facts. Salud. So I was um I was born. In Mexico, raised in um, Queens, New York City, you know, and like me coming here, I didn't really like, f- like I didn't even know I was coming here. Like I thought I was, we were going to like a regular campo field day, like, oh, you know, like, cause I cross, you know, I fake cross the border. So when we were crossing, like I was even picking up sticks to like build kites cause I was, thought, I thought we were going to like El Campo. And then, so when, when, when I got here going into school, like 
I thought everybody was the same. Like I didn't think like there was like white, black, or brown, like or none of that. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think none of this like racist thing that like I didn't, I didn't have no clue. Man. So like I started like you know it's I joined. Great way I to went live life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went to school, and then it's like then that's when I started finding out things like that. It's like you kind of stick with your race, like as you grow up. So all the Spanish kids would come over here and kind of just hang out with all the Spanish kids. But I thought everybody was the same, so I was hanging out. So I was adapting to, like, different things. Like, I grew up on hip-hop culture because there wasn't really, like, a lot of, like, Migo culture. Now, that's what we're building, this Migo culture, you know, which is, like, you could be anything, like... What's Migo? Migo is Amigo. Offset. Oh, Amigo. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a term. Skr, skr. I thought it was so, a term. Sorry. So no, no. I, I love Amigo. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> you ever go to the bodega and they're like, Amigo. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, Migo. So if you kind of speak Spanish, you Migo. You know? Copy. So Copy. We're building this like Migo community. There's Migos too, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. now it's like, now it's becoming mainstream. It's like, they fucked up for giving us confidence. I mean, that's how it goes. I feel like we got good work ethic. We got, bro. Like, I know a lot of creatives that like speak spanish good creators but they just don't know how to express themselves or come out you know so you know shout out shout out this whole like culture going on now but yeah um back to what i was saying boom i came um and then like you know growing up into like different cultures like hip-hop and then like i started like doing like edits like you remember those mickey mouse edits where like you you like the myspace joints yeah, like the MySpace ones. You put like a Mickey Mouse head over your head. Oh, yeah. Or like you, you put like Mickey <laughs> okay, Mouse okay, okay. And I put Supreme on the back. And some kid I used to go to the park with, he's like, you fuck with Supreme? And I was like, nah, I just fuck with the edit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know what Supreme wait, wait, was. You talking about the, like the Tumblr swag? Yeah, the Tumblr shit? swag. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, boom. And he was like, yo, I camp out for Supreme. This is like 2015. He's like, yo, I camp out for Supreme. And I'm like, what do you, what, I'm like, what's that? And he started bringing me downtown. And then I started, that's how I started, like, meeting other people that was into, like, this fly shit. Because I was only, like, a sneakerhead. Copy. So downtown, coming downtown, it's like people knew all this fly shit, boom, boom, boom. You talking about downtown, like Soho. Like Soho, Soho era. Supreme. Soho era, like, yeah. Kid like, days, early, yeah, you know, kid like, yeah. Early, yeah. Early, early kid like 20, days. 2018, 2017. Yeah, yeah like, tw- yeah, facts, like 2016, Hype 2017. Beast. Like, What was the right? store Kith was connected to? I forgot, it was at the M. Atrium. Atrium, Atrium. Atrium. Yeah, 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 remember yeah, yeah. that, that era? That was, that like, era, early exactly. uh, Purple swag shit, go ahead. Boom, and, you know, so then um, I started meeting more people that was into it, and then I met this one dude online, and he was like, yo, like, like he made clothes and he was Mexican. So I was like, yo, he's Mexican. Like, I'm going to support. Anybody that's like Migo, it's like off rip. If like the, the shit is fire, I'm going to fuck with off it. Off rip. Off rip. Facts. So he was like, yo, like, you know, I was just buying, I was buying shit off him. And then one time he had like a meetup right by my crib. He was like, yo, come buy shit over here. And I pulled up and I bought shit. And then he was, and then I went home and took a fit pick ASAP. Like I, I put the hat on, <laughs> on fit pick ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> And tagged him, and then he was like, yo, where you from? And I'm like, I'm from Corona, Queens. Back. He was like, yo, I live in Corona. Oh, he was shit. Like, he was like, pull up on me. I was like 15, bro. No way. I was like 15. He was like, pull up. And I used to pull up at like 1, 2 in the morning in my fixie, and he would just show me how to design on he Photoshop. Yeah, fixie? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. He would just show me how to design on Photoshop, Illustrator, like OD, like oh, shit. screen printing shit. It's like the birth of yeah. something going and I'm on. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, this shit is new. Mind you, I only knew about Supreme, sneakerhead shit, right. getting, like, you know, just getting... Face value. Yeah, exactly. So, um, he just started showing me that, and then he stopped for a minute. 
Because he would make fire shit, but he'll think it's not fire. So he wouldn't really like release it. So uh-huh. I'm like, yo, you know what? Like, I like this now, but he stopped doing it. So I wasn't going to stop doing it. So I just kept going. And then I started, like, I eventually made my own thing. It was like the end is near. I went to school. This is like now high school, high school days. Went to school. And I wasn't going to school because I was camping out for Supreme. But the days I would go, <laughs> the days that I would go, I would show people like the shit I, I made because I would just like cut out a plastic stencil and I spray painted it. Oh, like, and I would just say like the end is near and people were like buying it. And I was like, yo, like where are people are fucking with it? Like exactly. I got to keep gift going. Shop days. I feel like I picked a good day to wear my only Supreme shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I can relate to like a lot of what you guys are saying, being Puerto Rican and all that. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm fucking Puerto Rican. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Stop pretending to be me. I'm here. I'm here now. Yo. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> Danny's here, guys. Yo, anyway, this is Danny. I apologize to our guests for coming late. Hi, Danny. Nah, okay, One third of bad business. That's, that's New York in general. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, guys. My, my real name is producer Pete. I'm Italian. I shouldn't have <laughs> pretending Italian. to be from the Bronx or being Puerto Rican. Italian, but, Puerto Rican. Italian. Italian, Puerto Rican is the same Sim- thing. Sim- I guess Sim- so, Sim- yeah. Uh, so sorry to cut. Yeah, oh, wait. You said you were camping on the Supreme Lines. Yeah. You ever ran into the ape? Ape, yeah. You ran into him? He violated Matter of fact, funny story. My boy, Lil AP, he yeah. was like fucking with him. Fucking with him. So, you know, that was Y and Babe. Yeah. That was Y and Babe. So then he he, he was like, yo, I'm going to do Lil' AP. <laughs> Lil' Ape. Lil' Ape. Yeah, yeah, Lil yeah. Lil' Ape. Yeah. He got shot? Funny, but yeah. The, the Ape got nah. shot, right? Some, some, but, but he got he out of jail. Up. He got locked. And tried to violate it again. He's still locked up? Yeah, he's still locked up. I thought up. he got out. Nah, he's still locked he's up. He's still? Yeah. Good. So yeah, Good. Good. I'm not fucking. Yeah. I don't want to say Good. Nah, yeah. I'm not He was a demon. He was a menace. You remember, nah, you, sure. you remember when they were like uh, screenshotting and they were like zooming into his underwears? He was wearing Supreme underwears. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Because he wanted it on his he ass. He wanted to sit on him. Yeah. He wanted to sit on him. <laughs> he wanted hey. to disrespect it. Yeah. Disgusted. Yeah. So wait. So, all right. So uh, your mentor, he pretty much technically yeah. this guy that brought you into his lifestyle, uh, he was like falling out of love with it, which I I, I get it because that's But time, he back on it though. Made back on it? That's yeah, he back on it. But, but, but that time is like, because I was like 15, he was probably like 21. Yeah, and especially around that time, because like uh, Supreme and all that made yeah. it so possible, like a streetwear, like anyone could do it. Just get a yeah. street printed, do it, but it's not the case. It's like a lifestyle behind yeah, it. Exactly. So that's why people hop on. Yeah. It's not like oh, we like the shirt. No, it's like we like this lifestyle. Supreme's been around for years. Yep. Yeah, it might look simple. It's just a picture on a shirt. Yeah. yeah, you could do it too. Yeah, but you're not Supreme. Yeah, yeah. it's right? a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's a lifestyle. So a lot of people were doing that. I remember a bunch of graphic tees were happening, a bunch of brands. Yeah. People were falling out because even, like, even now it's flooded after of COVID. Course, of course, after yeah. COVID, everybody yeah, yeah. got a TikTok so, brand. So I see where his head was at at the time. Is is depressing. Fucking, you want to do something, you you fall in love with something, and you see how fucking really hard yeah. it is. It's not simple. So anyway, um, you get go, back into go, it. Going to school, and then yeah, I was I was realizing I was able to sell like my clothes. So I was after that. I really, I didn't really care to go to school. Like I used to only go to school to sell my stuff, and then I was just like the networking. Yeah, just the networking. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it was a, it was a networking a thing. Like yeah. I used to do that without knowing what a networking or whatever you yeah. call that, like trick, you know. Like that's what I was doing. And a lot of shit that you want to learn right now, you could you could find it on YouTube, like YouTube University. Oh yeah, that's, like bro, that's that's, best. that's literally how I learned how to cut and sew. That's crazy. Like, yeah, YouTube everything and, and people. No, 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 go That's ahead. Crazy. Oh, but people think like you got if you search up because people used to like 
they'll be like, how do you do it? It's like, you can't just search up how to do the whole thing. It's not going to show you a whole video. Yeah, yeah. You got to search up the pieces, like... Specific things. Cut them in... Yeah, yeah exactly. Get the, get the pattern, the sample, exactly. whatever. Yeah, whenever I'm about stuff. to cook something new, I always just go on YouTube, search it up, and I'm good to go. Like, yeah, I, I don't need the recipe? nothing. Yeah. yeah, I don't need nothing. No, I don't... <laughs> how to make ravioli? No, nothing. Oh. Yeah, I'm, it's the same thing with anything you want to do right now. You could learn how to fucking weld iron on YouTube. Yep. Like, it's crazy. So, th- was this the birth of Ghetto Friends at the that time? No, nah, that was... Were you doing something else? So you mentioned me, it. Me and my brother were always on like the same things, but like on our own, you know. So he had, I had my own shit going on. It was under my name. That's mm-hmm. the shit I was selling okay. the engineer stuff. Engineer, yeah, right. And then my brother had his own thing going on, and then we would just go fabric shopping, and people would be like, "Yo, you guys mood? working together? Yeah, like mood or or we first started shopping around around our neighborhood. Okay. It was like oh, the yeah. small In fabric shops, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, the best. Boom. Yeah. And people would be like, yo, you guys like work together? And we're like, nah. Like, and they were like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. you guys are supposed to be together. Like, Brothers. you know, working. Cause either way, like, say one brand blows up, you're gonna need a team. Yeah. You know, of so we eventually then he his username was Ghetto Friends. And I was like, bro, like, we gotta do Ghetto Friends, bro. That's the mer- the biggest merger ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's just fire. And then boom, off rip. Like, we started Ghetto Friends, and then we were really like the whole goal behind Ghetto Friends was like a lifestyle, you know? Right. And that's why every garment is handmade. Like, we we don't do Alibaba. Like, we could easily do overseas shit and make the craziest hype yeah. pieces right now and yeah. sell out. Right, like, right. We know how to do that. Like we know how to do shit like that. But right. it's like, that's not the point. Is There's some you grit know? to it. There's some, exactly. like, modesty. You want to be wholehearted you know, with especially this Especially, like, now with the Migo culture. Yeah. That's how we're trying to merge it. So, you know, because if you think about it, like, we grew up on, like I was saying, we grew up on hip-hop culture. Yeah. So it's like now it's like how I got put onto that. I want to put them onto this ego culture. I like that. Boom. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, but yeah, ghetto friends, and then like we met Loso. Okay. I know. I know, I know Loso, Loso. The hats. The yeah. hats. Actually, my sister, my little sister, is, yeah. Uh, yeah, she introduced me. To him. And that was like the battery in my back. Like we were doing ghetto friends kind of so, and then like it was going good. Like you know we were selling, you know, but it wasn't like crazy. And then it was, you know, it, around around a certain time, it was, you know, when you get that, like, feeling was like, you working, working, but nothing is hitting. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, kind of that moment. And then I ran into him through, like, mutual friends. And he was like, bro, like, like I, I fuck with what y'all doing. He was like, yo, like, let's link. And we linked off rip. Like, we clicked. And we just started, like, you know, promoting, like, each other and, like, pushing each other. I and love every that. time we linked, Fuck it wasn't about, like, Yo, like, like bullshit. Which is work, work, work. So, and he's he's older than me too. So I learned a lot, you know. So also, um, Willie. I don't if I don't know if no, you're familiar. Willie Willie, Willie Chavaria. Mm-hmm. He's like a he's a big fashion designer okay. from California, but oh, he's he's a Chicano fashion yeah, designer. So yeah, okay. I hear him too. Like he showed me how to put that's a lot of what's like. Up? He, he showed me how to put a fashion show together from like scratch. Yeah. And I was like, bro, it's a whole production. All of that stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like yo, so. How many fashion shows have you had? Uh, I probably did like four fashion shows for him. Okay. Walked, walked the show. That's his up. Came, that's, that was the like, bro, all of that stuff was happening after like a period of time of like, damn, this shit not working. This shit not working because you're just working, working, working. Then like, boom. Just a period like of like blessed. discouragement like, and then yeah, it works. It finally it works. clicks, right? But that's, I feel like life testing you. Like it's going to tell you, it's not going to give you nothing for a certain amount of time to see if you give up. Because if you give up, you ain't going to get nothing. Right. Well, you know? well, one thing, man, everything you said, one thing I really love, man, is your determination and your ability to grasp things 
out of like little pockets too. Like little things happen in your life. And uh, what you're saying, little things are happening in your life and you grab it like, yo, I'm hold this. Yeah. All right, all right, this is a tool. Okay, this is, oh, that's what's up. Oh, I fuck with you. Oh, that's just, and then like, there's help and there's yeah. all, there's like, there's, there's a real story. And it's a vice versa. Like, you know, whoever held me down, like I'm not, bro, same thing. I'm not giving yet, of back. Of course, like, of course. You know, that's why like, even now with Tones and Pow, like, yo, you know, like we just help each other and it's just going to grow. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, I we could throw, like, I was telling, like, Paul last time, like, we could throw a pop-up right now and make bread. Like, I don't care to split it. I want right. to reinvest that bread. Mm-hmm. Reinvest, right. You know, reinvest make it bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what we're about. You see it, exactly. Since we're bringing you in, let's go with you, Boom. y'all. Pow, tell us about yourself. Let's go. Let's get it. All right. What's going on? All right. So, um, my name is Pow, but I'm originally from Seattle, actually. So, I'm Seattle? on the West Coast. Grunge. Grunge. I grew up on it. My uncle used to paint the album covers That's for Jimi Hendrix's son. And also, like, Twilight. Oh, yeah. I was a big no. Jacob. <laughs> I was a big Jacob fan, you know? Oh, shit. Let's go. What can I say? Yeah, no. So, so okay. So, it's from Seattle. Uh, when did you get here? So, I actually moved to New York almost five years ago. And then, during the pandemic, I moved to L.A. for a little while. I got a good job, you know, my day job, whatever. And so, out there, I was living with my cousin, you know, really in the Chicano culture, going to lowrider shows, like, loving it. So I moved, I decided to move back out here, you know. I love New York. Like, I always dreamed of moving to New York as a kid. I used to watch yeah. this uh, soap opera. It's um, <laughs> Ugly Betty in English, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know I remember that one. Yeah, and so I used to love it. You know, she used to walk into the Empire State Building to work, like, all this shit. So I always dreamed to work in that. And my whole life, I actually wanted to be an immigration lawyer, um mm-hmm. my dad came here you know and he got a citizenship like from marrying my mom whatever right and so um yeah i always wanted to be an immigration lawyer i went to school for law and then during school i actually became a personal stylist at nordstrom mm-hmm. oh, and shit. Then, so i helped open um one of the biggest stores in the pacific northwest called likelihood it's a streetwear store i know about that mm-hmm. actually I, I shop shoes there because they have like some low-key picks that you can't find over here in the east Yo, we had uh, Yeezys first. I fuck yeah, yo, mm-hmm. I, I believe it. Yo, they have qu- fucking crazy shit. Anyway, well, continue. Well, Aaron, um, <laughs> the owner, he worked for Nike for twenty years. He actually oh, is one of the only people that own Nike Yeezys. Okay. Yeah, so he's he's like a twenty thousand dollar sneaker. Insane. That's insane. So he was my mentor, right? So I actually lived in the building the store was at, and one day I, he just walked by. He's like, "Oh, like you're you're cute. Like come work for me. Like I want you to be my first employee." So I worked for him for years. And I used to sling shoes. I used to, like, we were, like, didn't make money the first year. And I was, like, okay, I got to hit this bread for him. So I we became into green numbers within two years. And now he's a million-dollar business. So he opened us up in location. I like to think of it like the uh, the kith on the west. It is the kith on the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. But I would say, like, um, (laughs) you know, being from there, it's cool. Grunge culture, streetwear culture, actually, um... Grew, grew up next to a store named Totokayo, and it was one of the bigger stores out here, fashion stores. First to carry Izzy Miyake, one of the first to carry Margiela, right. other than obviously their stores. So they taught me a lot about like archive fashion, how to get into that. And I was doing all this while I was going to school for law. So I was doing a lot for my community. I helped pass the HB 1079 bill in Washington. That's so insane. it's for, um, I used to meet with like House Representative stuff because I was like a young Mexican. What was that that uh, you helped pass? For uh, the it's, kids. A, it's a HB 1079 uh, bill. So it was for undocumented students to receive financial aid. Oh, awesome. So I worked in that parallel to DACA. It was like the same time. So uh-huh. it's like, obviously, the government is very like, 
different and they can't take that bill away. So gotcha. I was going to say before the interview or anything started, you had said the word community maybe 20 times. Yeah. So could you describe, and you said it too, and you said yeah. it. You guys talked about community. Could you talk a bit about what this building community means yeah. to you and what the point of it is towards your end goal? So I'm going to take a little bit of my law background. What I like is like, I call it a grassroots movement, right? Right. It goes all the way back to, you know, a different type of time in political history, but I kind of use that term in in my work in the community because I used to throw conferences. I used to go to community college, help people sign up for, you know, um, financial aid and stuff like that so undocumented kids could go to college. So I kind of took that, and I was like, how do I do both at the same fucking time? Because, you know, I love my day job, like working in real estate finance, but I want to really build a community again. So I actually met Tones through one of my old friends, Carl Blanchard. He actually used to design for Kith. Shout out, Carl. Shout out, Carl Blanchard. Hit him up on IG. Yo, who, by the way, speaking of high-end retail and all that shit, I met Carl working at Bloomingdale's, yep. my first job. <laughs> Yo, retail sucks, dude. I fucking hate retail, dude. Hate the worst. The dude, worst. I used to do the same. Go ahead. Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk don't about it. Don't even talk about retail yeah, to fuck me. fuck that shit. Retail's hilarious. Nah, dude. It Yo, builds character. I used to get cussed out on God, the daily dude. by rich people. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that shit, but dude. But one of my big... Okay, let me let me just say this. R.I.P. Lil Peep. I used to help style him when he come out to Seattle. That's a up. Loved him. But um, yeah, so going back to the community, what we were saying is I kind of came out here. Um, I took a little break from between L.A., coming back here, going back to Seattle. And I was like, shit, I worked for my aunt for her community um, store. And I was like, I'm going to do this again. So I met Tones um, and I was like, I want to make a mix, like a Chicano mix in New York kind of thing. And so we decided to work together on events. And then I started going viral on TikTok this past year. And so I was like, Tone's like, why don't you just host one what of my kind events? What of videos were you going viral for? Random shit, like lifestyle shit, um, mood boards, things like that. And so now I kind of leaned into my culture a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I hosted for Tone's. I made a video and it went viral. And then we kind of started building movement. And then I met Noel through um, Tone's because I went to go see him DJ one of his pop-ups. And then the rest is history, I guess. From now, that's yeah, it, it, it do feel like history, and it, it's kind of crazy because this is all within the last year. Yeah. So it's like this shit feel like it just happened, and the shit moving so crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, really dope to be sitting here right now and fucking. Hey man, we're glad. Yeah. Dude, we're glad to have cool you guys for real. Thank you. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, like we we all don't recognize like culture or us being different mm -hmm. until we find out our relationship in America. Yep. And everything you're saying, I completely agree with you and it's very similar to my story because I'm an Arabic kid. And like, uh, I'm from Iraq. War has been happening since I was a little kid. So yeah. you, we all feel different, right? And it isn't until you grow into that age until you like look around you and you notice that you're different and you notice this is happening. Oh, I, I, like we all grew up with hip hop, right? Like, well, most uh, you're from Seattle, Seattle. I grew up on Bay Area. Okay, okay. Mac so. Dre, shout out Mac Dre. <laughs> Facts. Okay, so yeah, so like this is not like consensual, kind of, right? Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for our parents, we'll be I'll be into like fucking Arabic music, whatever it is. And and you know what? I don't. Sadly, I can't play Arabic music at the club. It's all like really hardly. I, I guess I you could. You never know. You I never mean, know. I, never know. I got I, crazy, I've tried it. It works, but go I got ahead. a crazy crate of Arabic cumbias. I got you. I'm with it. I mean, I hear that. But yeah, like everything you're saying, like it, it kind of like it brings me back because um, it takes me back because like I'm just looking at you like, yo, so it's not like it's like an oh, eye opening moment. Like it's not mm -hmm. only me then. 
you know yeah. and the thing is there's not that many arabs especially like like i don't want to say it but like arabs are like from the streets right you go to the ox mm -hmm. store that's the arab right and like i don't i don't have there's nobody like me i feel like i haven't met somebody very close to me they're all yeah. like controlled by the like you know this whole mm -hmm. like cultural system mm -hmm. so i wanted to like make my superhero i'm gonna have tattoos i'm like Yo, i'm gonna dress cool i'm gonna be the guy i wanted when i was little and like, there's no hip hop. There's no Arabic hip hop dude, you know. French Montana. I can kind of. I mean, he's not even whatever. <laughs> I can kind of relate. One of the biggest artists on the planet. I, I love him. Uh, um, growing up in Seattle, like I was one of the only Mexicans that was really into fashion, so it was really hard for me. I used to get like made fun of, and my mom's Facts. Canadian. You know, I'm Chicana. Like I'm Mexican American. Right. So it's a little bit different for me being out here because I feel. Um, like I'm, I don't want to overstep my boundaries because I'm from the West Coast and I am by coastal. I live in LA part time too, so yeah. I don't know. This big thing with community is just growing so fast. Like my TikTok went viral two weeks ago, forty thousand likes. I got ten thousand followers overnight, um, and I've just been getting picked up because of um, I was shouting out tones because people were asking about this events that we do where the Mexican events and people from LA were tagging me people from New York were tagging me and so it's I was like sad. fuck it I'm gonna make this video and then now and now shout outs to you because my following jumped crazy off mm. of that too I, hell I, opened, yeah. I think I opened up TikTok and the shit just said 999 at the bottom and I was hell like yeah. Hell, yeah. Yeah. hell yeah hell yeah man but you know like that's to the point of the shit you're saying about community I'll say this it's a very conflated word, and I'm glad you asked us to explain that shit because people just be throwing that shit out there. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> but this is like this is like the real byproduct of being like, you doing fly shit, you doing fly shit. We, we all have the same context of our cultures, but we all approach it differently and have different mediums. How can I help you? How can you help him? How can he help me? Boom, you build, you fucking insulate. You build a little fucking trifecta, a little circle. Mm -hmm and just go one thing too is we're uh, all of our families like my dad from puebla so i think it kind of kind of brought us together in a little bit of a different way because we have something to relate to at the core you know like i think he's from 30 minutes from where my abuelita's from that's so crazy. it's like we go back to mexico we just could all kick it you know yeah that's just <laughs> it's kind of crazy that is crazy so there's like some Man, I I can't like I love this enough, y'all. That y'all all like really working. Like this is like literally like an effort, and y'all all working to do this together and shit. It's like amigo movement. Yeah, fuck, I fuck with Shout the amigo. You know what? I, I'm down with the amigo movement. Bad business is down with the Migo movement. Now. You Migo <laughs> and now. could you guys like shout out where people can find your shit? Yes, do please. it now instead of the end of the episode. I see the analytics, and people don't make <laughs> it to the end of the episode. So do it now. Boom. Pay attention. Hello Tones, El Hijo de Puebla, York. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, at Hello Tones. I mean, shit, I used to, I used <laughs> to focus on my gram before, but now y'all can follow Ghetto Friends. You know, that's really where I like focus on. That's what's up. Um, you can follow me at Prada Pal, TikTok, Instagram. Um, Pow Chains is my brand. I make uh, reworked vintage denim, grunge inspired, Chicana inspired. Love your jacket. Love your jacket right Pull now. Pull up. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you guys, man. Danny, what you think, man? This is amazing, right? Yeah, it's been great having you guys on so far. This is three amazing I, I, I people. I came in dude. late. I apologize for that. I'm still catching up on everything that's going on. <laughs> no, you were here this whole time. <laughs> anyway, yo, so uh, we want people to be uh, here. Cumbia music, man. Can you? Uh, Yo, hello, Tones. Can you tell us, can you give us a song? I got y'all. So, song you're about to queue up right now, I just want to give a little intro to it. This song is called Killa Cumbia. It's by my OG, Turbo Sonidero from San Jose, California. This man flipped Nuck If You Buck into a cumbia. Heard this shit, came out like 2015, 2016. 
shit inspired me to be a DJ. I'm a DJ here five, six years later. I actually just brought him out for a show for Cinco de Mayo. So, Killa Cumbia, Turbo Sonidero. Shout out, Sam. Let's get it, Killa Cumbia! And here it is, your song of the week. I don't want to give niggas a video, so we gonna keep it gutter. Underground, beat down, nigga. Let's go. First, first things first. It I'm was a, Puerto Rican day. I'm a better you than oh, you could Puerto ever Rican be. Puerto Rican day, you do this, Danny? Hey, I, I, I was in trying to fit in. Philadelphia, Italian I, fuck. I was trying to fit in. There's a lot of Philadelphia's Hispanic stuff. Philadelphia's in shambles. Hey, hey, hey. The I-95 leave blew my, up. Leave my yeah. city alone. The I-95 yeah. blew up. It's destroying. The, you didn't know about this? No, what happened? I-95 fell like where I grew up. <laughs> Some douchebag Philadelphia truck driver, he was driving a truck full of cheesesteaks. He crashed and the shit blew cheese up. Cheesesteaks? No, it was like butane so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a it was a truck Dude, full interstate of gasoline i-95 collapsed because of philadelphia because they're pieces of shit in, I, in northeast philly where where i grew up so now we have no connection to philadelphia <laughs> you can't go down but you can go back because it's, it's a punctured vein it's i'm taking i yeah, they go, fucked it all up i have to go back the next two weekends and i'm taking the train because no one can drive into south philly so you can't take a bus yeah you i can't, can't take, take a bus, bus either i have to take the train because it's so fucked up. It, it like fucks up like everyone in my life. <laughs> like it is such a giant problem. Speaking of trains and buses, why would you, why weren't you here anyway? Well, I, I was late. I, I took a bike over here. A bike? Yeah, I took a city bike. Oh, I love city bike. bikes. All the way from the Bronx? No, around like Madison. 25 Madison. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a nice ride. Yeah, I, I had to take the, the West bike. Side? Yeah, yeah. I took the bike over here. I almost got hit by a car. Some guy screamed at me. He was like, jerk off. And it, it was two people screaming from the same truck. Someone said, jerk off. Another person said, motherfucker. And it was, I, I felt, <laughs> when I, I said jerk off, I was like, yeah. So close, so close to the Puerto Rican weekend. I, I didn't even get mad. I just started laughing. Did, did you yeah, hit it? it was so close. Did you hit him with the, hey, this is the bike lane. <laughs> I wanted to say that to, to people. Bike lane. I wanted to do that. <laughs> it's very funny how. I, I did the little ding, ding. To hey, some people. Yo, you got to hit them on the car. Just like, fuck. You. I yeah. couldn't. I was too like nervous <laughs> about falling. The other day, the, the other day, I was in an Uber and I opened the door and I bashed a biker yeah. straight off of his fucking Holy bike. Shit! And he gets up, he starts yelling at me, and I just got indignant. I ride a bike sometimes, and I should have been on his side, but I was like, "Fuck you! <laughs> it's your fault!" And the, there was just bystanders who watched what happened, and I was worried that I was going to get yelled at. And I was in an Uber, so you it wasn't were even in my the car. Court of public opinion. But every <laughs> everybody, every single person had my back. Yeah, yeah. everyone fuck was like, yeah. "Fuck that guy! Yeah, fuck that bike!" 
people are just tired of bicycles <laughs> yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. Even the Uber driver. And I think people feel like bicycles, they have too many rights now. Yeah. They shouldn't have yeah. as many rights. So you bicycle people better chill the fuck out. I know about up. that insurance check, though. Yo. He wasn't getting nothing from yeah. me. <laughs> I, I see some crazy shit on the train this morning. There was a lady, she got Wait, on, you on the train or on the bike? On oh, the, This morning. Ooh. Ooh. Story gets. I took the city oh, bike from Madison. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get to... My house down there. I took the train yeah, this likely, morning. Likely story. Yeah. And it was this lady. She gets on the train she, with a wheelchair. She runs in with her own wheelchair, sits down on it, blocks off like four Wait, seats. Wait, runs in with her wheelchair. She's not sitting in it. She she's stood not, up. No, she she sprinted. She she's, she's, <laughs> she's carting her own wheelchair onto the train, blocks off like four seats, and she, then she sits down on the wheelchair. She gets into an argument with some white guy. Well... First of all, she's like telling people to like back up and give her space, and like people are like annoyed. The train's packed. <laughs> Some white guy like I gets go into it with bitch in a wheelchair. Hey, I'm going. <laughs> she's going to her job. She hey. argues with this white guy. The guy then the guy sits down. She gets up and starts ramming him with her own wheelchair what? like a weapon. And he's like, "Yeah, so much for needing that chair." And she's like, still like hitting him, like the ramming fuck? him in the legs. When she was done, his legs were bleeding, and she, she runs off the car. She just oh, runs off the car. You know what? I started this story not liking her, and now I like her. I like, uh, she yeah. was out of control. She's, she's badass. Imagine beating someone with your legs that don't work. You know what that reminds me of? You know those people with the, cl- uh, the crutches, and they just hold them up and just start walking normally? Yeah. I hate that shit. Like, why even hold them? Yeah. You, you have sympathy? I think she's just lazy. She just likes bringing her own <laughs> That's fucking with her. stupid. Because it's like a, a personal seat wherever you go. It gives her sympathy, you know? Yeah. So she can do whatever the fuck she wants. You could cut lines when you go to Six Flags. I used to do that. My sister used to Beat always pretend up. to be in a... My sister used to always pretend in a, to be in a wheelchair at Universal and oh, Disney. Skip the lines. You guys so are scumbags. Hell yeah, baby. Hey. Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia classic the right OG there. OG Fast Pass right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe that Speaking of sympathy, that. hey, Mariah Mills, huh? Yeah, I fucked that. <laughs> porn, the porn star girlfriend. Congratulations, up, Mariah Mills. You did a no, great no, job. No, no. That's the one that didn't get the bag, right? No, she no, did what, get what the happened? bag. What happened? What happened? No, no, no. She got the bag. You go ahead, go so, ahead. So Zion Williamson, he's a basketball player on the Pelicans. He was drafted number one overall. He's he the was a big monster. deal for a while, but he's been fat. Streaming <laughs> video games. He's been off the court for a while, and it turns out that he's just having sex with all types of different porn stars and women. Like, and even like back catalog porn stars. Not like the main ones. Yeah, I think I seen a screenshot where he was like, yo, you got a white hoe? We could have some fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. She, she sent him like her own nudes, and they were like watermarked with her OnlyFans on them, and he just replies like, you got any thick white women want to have fun bro, with? Bro, like, he, he was on like damn, bro, page a thousand on Ebony. These are the porn stars we all have access to the stars they're like the us. OG Ashley Madison yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know it's another classic the Popeyes one mm. oh that video that's constantly referenced that's yeah I'm surprised he didn't smash that I don't know that yo there's a girl he probably a, did there's a, there's a, he probably did smash it so this is a story it's an amazing story it's a great American story uh drive through fire jar Popeyes yo can't pull up inside yeah, come inside. Now, can I take your wink, order? Wink, wink. <laughs> can I take your order? Well, that's the story. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's, that's it. He's that's the whole porn with video. The Popeyes it's, it's, no, it's no, a porn you, video. You Some guy fucks a lady in a Popeyes outfit, and yeah. she's in the Popeyes restaurant. Yeah, oh, that's fine. but she's caked up. Yo, that's disgusting. Send me a link. Yeah, she kicked up. <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. Send me the link. <laughs> yeah. so, 
So yeah, Zion Williamson got one of the whores pregnant, and then the other, hey. and then the other one was. <laughs> the, she does it for money. The, I think that's literally the literal de- <laughs> definition. So that the other one gets upset because she's like, "You promised me this, this, and that," and wait, like wait, basically, wait. so the sorry, what? sorry. He got another porn star pregnant? He got some random bitch pregnant. I think they were both like OnlyFans. I feel like we have to mention the fact that this man is what, 22? Yeah, and he's I feel really like young. He's moving like a 22-year-old in the NBA. Yeah. He's just a horny 22-year-old with money. Like, what do you want him to do? Like, not do what he's... I, I don't know. But, but he's like 22. These women are like in their 30s. Hey, man. Look, if you a multi-million dollar NBA star or prodigy or whatever the fuck you want to call this schmuck yeah. that's streaming video games now... Yeah, there's something to... Why are you nighting girls, dude? Take it easy. 23. Chill out. Especially with OnlyFans girls. There's not a problem with them, but take it easy. You know, you know, you're never going to... You know, you meet some yeah. girl. You're going to meet some nice girls. Yeah, but that girl has been like tweeting nonstop every day Don't you want to Beyonce? Like just posted screenshots, <laughs> Don't posted you messages. Beyonce? Who doesn't? Anyway. I'm sure he did, but yeah, he fucked nah, up. That's because it's just a, it's a formula for the bag. I've seen that shit with... um. Home Depot girl, right? Some girl. Oh, Home Depot! Home Depot! Yeah! yeah. Home Depot! Hoo, 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 hoo. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak nah, on it. Just, yo, people is mad, right? Shorty, <laughs> post, Shorty posted a selfie of herself in the bathroom at work. Home Depot apron on. Yeah. Puts it up. I think the caption on Twitter was something to the effect of like, you know, uh, somebody jump in here. I don't remember the shit. Fuck. She was basically like, I, I have a job. No, I'm too because- cute to be at Home Depot type shit. I, I think that's what it was. I think no, 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 no. She, she, she wasn't was saying like, she was too good to be there. She was saying, "I have a job. I, I have, have a job. I'm, I'm paying for college through this, and like, I feel uh, good paying." And so people was like, "Like, I don't need OnlyFans type sh- type shit." Without saying it all the mm-hmm. way, and that's what people took mm-hmm. it as. <laughs> and then, but she was fine in the photo, so everyone was following her. So she jumped like 70k followers. Wait, this is a selfie or this is booty pic on the sink? No, no, no. It's a selfie. This is the most. It's a very modest selfie. Oh, why are people going crazy? Because it was so modest. Because because they thought she was saying like, "Yo, you could do this instead of doing the OnlyFans mm, shit." I like her. The caption said, "The the one job I work at that I get reminded I'm too pretty to work at." See, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Home Depot, you the shit. She knows her fucking worth. I yeah. fucking love Home Depot. And but honestly, you could probably fix my sink. She hey, got DM'd by Shaq. That discount, though. It's true. It's incredibly true. But, All Danny, right. you were talking You were talking Zion Williamson, so I feel like that's a perfect segue for Danny's Sports Minute. Well, I was going to talk about Zion Williamson, but last night the Denver Nuggets, they, they, won, yeah. the, they, the won, Denver the, Nuggets. they won the NBA championship. Fuck yeah. Uh, and now I have no more sports to watch because baseball sucks ass and I got to wait for football to start. It's a very quick minute. And That's there it is. <laughs> Danny's, Danny's Sports Minute. Wait, real quick. Is there any obscure sports you want to get into watching? Any obscure sports? And I'm, I'm talking about shit like shit that was going up. During lockdown, so like marble races. I was gonna say, yo, I was on marble races <laughs> yeah? before anyone. We used to get so fucking high and gamble our real money on, on the TV on marble the races? marble races. This is shout out, shout out. There's one dude that makes them better than everyone else. His name's like J- at Jelly's Marble Race, and they got teams, they got yeah. personalities. Yeah. Some teams are better than the <laughs> other. I'm not fucking kidding. We were watching. 
marble races back in 2016. Yeah. And uh, it was a phenomenal thing to see it take off during the pandemic. When people started, I was like, I was like, when I into a rapper before he blew up, I was like, I knew about marble racing before any of y'all. Yeah, what? speaking of marble racing, I got into, I follow this new guy on IG. His, his, name, his name is a Treadmill Guy. Oh. And he puts cars on the treadmill. <laughs> That's good stuff. And puts in 100. And it's races, though. It's like teams. You go Pixar, Pixar versus Hot Wheels. And mm. then it'll be like rolls of tape versus Hot Wheels. It's mm. fire. I've seen it. You know who do shit like that? It's Currency. Currency do Hot Wheel races no, on Instagram. The yeah, the rapper. Currency. Yo, follow him. Oh, shit. You're a millionaire, Currency. Those do something, do something Wait, better he, with your he, time. He does the the toys, the Hot Wheel toys? Yeah, yeah. He, he be racing his little, like, Like, he makes cars. the tracks? He makes the tracks. There's something, like marble there's something sad about he's, someone successful doing it. No, he's... No, there's something pure about that shit. Like, fuck with what you fuck with. I'm going to get money. I'm going to get all the shit I wanted to do. This is my He's passion. nurturing his inner child. He you, probably dude. was not able to get the Hot Wheels growing up, and now he's like, fuck you, I'm going to buy all the he's Hot Wheels I want. He's gentrifying the marble race community. Yeah. He's, You're he's, too good to do this. Why do you need to do this? You fucking us. You got all the clouds. The amount of work that goes into the marble racing. It, 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 it just Marbles. Does, it's not, no. He builds courses, and, courses. They, and they race. Oh, I've through. seen that. I've seen this. Yeah, guy. yeah. And they, there's whole YouTube pages. This shit's, and you, if you look in the comments, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I believe it. Oh, you want to go to New York? Uh, speaking of Denver Nuggets championship, yeah, there's no better time to do this. I, I've been having this in the back burner for New York Classic because uh -huh. this guy's like a myth. He's a legend. I think it's time, though. Okay, I think I know where we're going. What are you about to say? I already know so where we're going. So, ladies and gentlemen, the story... Well, this I want to give the headphones to the New York people. No, you keep yours on. No. Uh, actually, Can you not play the song? I'm playing the song. I want, I want the I New Yorkers. Like He's handing out headphones to play this shitty <laughs> fucking theme song he made. Anyway. Start spreading the news. He's so proud of it. Proud He's of a piece of I'm shit. I'm leaving today. Yeah, they're laughing at you. <laughs> I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabonds. Oh, no, no, no. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Philly can't even be responsible enough for a fucking highway. Uh, fucking interstate. That's your highway, too. It's a federal road, bitch. Fuck yeah, it's Do your New York Coast. You ruined your section of New York Coast. East Coast fucking highway. Do the segment. East Coast shit. Do the segment. Anyway. I'm Barack. My hat finished. doesn't have a label on it. It doesn't. I don't care for labels. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I like that. I'm better than Thank labels. You. I like your shirt and your pants and your face. Thank you. I like your jeans. What do you do? What, 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 Is what it are from those? Ukraine? I said Ukraine and you did boom? They're getting bombed. So, we send, so we're sending billions and billions and billions of dollars over to Ukraine. And Stop getting political. Do the second. All they can do is give Barack these pants. This is the best is thing that they where can the do. money's going? This is the best thing the they can do. The boo is towards you guys and your small talk. They, they do, heard I was in bad do, business. They're like, please, we need representation on bad business. Do, it's Ukraine country. Anyway, anyway so anyway. Before I, you cut me off with the fucking stupid theme song, I was going to say it's time to talk about the Denver Nugget jeans.
This guy. How, how is that a New York <laughs> classic moment? Is it New York classic let, let moment? Him, let him go. All right, it's go ahead, buddy. Fuck you guys. Anyway, let's me with the, how the much yellow polo on. The yellow polo. Let's get it going. He got the jeans on. He got the Denver I'm Nuggets just, patch. How much info could you possibly have on this <laughs> one guy? Trust me. Hey, he, does, he does a good job. On he has July, his paper up. He's ready. On July 18th, 2019. Oh, it's my dad's birthday. Facebook user Stoney DeJet <laughs> posted Christ, two man. videos of a man. Wearing a top-notch fit, the fit consisted of a plain white, a plain yellow low-rise strap bag hat, yellow polo. Why is Ratatouille <laughs> fucking thing? What's going on? You need background music. I mean, fuck it. Um, it's it's a rat joke, I guess. Uh, you fucking threw me off. Anyway, yellow polo with the blue horse. Yeah. Red low-top Converse. Yeah, he's killing it. And Devin Nugget jeans, he's killing his shit. Yeah. To, so, uh, our, to our guests in fashion, rate this fit. I, honestly, I fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did they see the Denver Nugget logo? No, it's a tough picture. <laughs> no, in the, in the but he was out at the at the at the celebrations. People got new viral content. Oh, it's a lie. It's not him. It's not him. It's not him. That's the guy from ESPN. Is he dead? <laughs> Let me tell you. What. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Right, get the Ratatouille back on. Anyway, <laughs> legend has it. He went to a coma in 05. Oh, no. And he came out in 2019 with a fitted that he planned to wear the next day. Are you serious? And then he went to the bodega. Uh-huh. And that's when the infamous video happened. Well, why was he in a coma? What happened to him? <laughs> Rumor has it. Legend has it, okay? Anyway. Did he have the fit laid out like first day of school, like right first next to you? When you Yo, when you, first day out fit I would, I would, for a coma? I would, I would like to. No, 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 because he was planning to wear it already the next day, so it just stayed there. I would like to imagine that. I would love to imagine that. Anyway, he woke up in the Bronx, put his fit on, and that's when the infamous, the infamous fit uh-huh. oh, okay. was televised and Bronx. shocked the world. So he, he went into a coma, and all those years later, he was wearing the outfit. That Rumor he, has it, legend has it. And he's and a, he's a myth. He's a myth. He's a legend. There's no info on this guy. And I've been looking. I, I even hit up the guy that made hey, the video. Hey, fuck you. Did, was that everything you said just made up? Yeah, definitely was. <laughs> and there it is, your New York classic <laughs> moment. No, no, people said that. <laughs> that should be the theme. <laughs> New York State of Mind. Oh, it will be next week. No, Fuck don't you. you touch it. Don't yeah. touch that song. Yeah. It could use some fart sounds. Of rap. Like, I'm just going to take dreams and nightmares and put dick noises all over It'll it. It'll never get on the podcast because you don't control the board, bitch. All right, so who's playing our game with us? Who Are, are you playing? Are you playing? Who's playing? I'm game. I think we should all play. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah please. Oh, the Amigos. I love all of them. The Amigos are going to play right. today. Let's go. Please, please. Jesus. There's three rounds to this game. The, the games... The games are pretty simple, so what I need you guys to do is I'm going to throw out a category. We're going to start with you then, and then we're going to go this way, and then whoever it stops on will start the next round. There will be a category introduced. You just have to say something in that category. Can't repeat, and then we go. I love this game. Nice and simple. All right? Is there like a time if like I don't come up with something? Uh, yes, and there. Yeah, I'll be... Uh, you got... Yeah, the, Maximum five seconds. They got three seconds, probably. Okay. Ready? Where are we starting with? You. Boom. 
We're going to start. You're going clockwise or counterclockwise? He said like this. What does it matter? It's counterclockwise. What does it matter? <laughs> I don't like Clock. visual shit. I like vo- uh, audio shit. All right. We are listing animals that start with the letter G. Giraffe. Gorilla. Oh, this is going to fuck myself. Uh, one. Gecko. Ge- what? Gecko. 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 Gopher. Gopher. Five. Four. Come on, this is fucked up. Three. Two. Geronimo. That starts with a J. Whose is that one? A goat. A goat. No one said goat. You dipshit. Oh, All right, now this, this because he did the worst. We're going to start with you for the next one. List cities. There's multiple rounds, dipshit. I said that. Listen. List? You got to go first. Oh, okay, cool. The team has to list. This is so easy. Come on. States that start with the letter N. New York. Nebraska. New Mexico. North Carolina. Nevada. New Jersey. (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, there was only a couple left. We had, uh, we had North Dakota and Nevada left. I said Nevada. Oh, well, we had North Dakota left. And then this one. North so, Carolina. So we're going to start with you. I don't know how well we're going to do as a unit because this is a sort of thing that people forget about. It's, it's something you learn about in school. And then you forget about. So I'll introduce the topic. Does anybody know what a prime number is? Yes. Yes. A prime number is a number that can only be divided by itself and one without remainders. You're going to have to list a prime number between one and 100, starting with you. Two. You can just guess a number. Ten. <laughs> and there we go. There we have it. This thank week's God, game. Thank God. The I, winners. The winners are known. Danny and Hello Tones because they're the only ones that didn't lose. Shout out to them. I would have fucked up on prime numbers. I don't know what the fuck a prime number. Two, three, five, seven, eleven, thirteen, seventeen, nineteen, twenty-three, twenty-nine, thirty-one, thirty-seven, forty-one, forty-three, forty-seven, fifty-three, fifty-nine, sixty-one, sixty-seven, seventy-one, seventy-three, seventy-nine, fifty-three, eighty-nine, ninety-seven, and our bad business for the week is Philadelphia for ruining the I-95. Yes. Subway. What the fuck, Jared? There's a new documentary highlighting disgrace. Oh, Subway HBO. spokesperson yeah. Jared Fogle. Fogle was a fat fuck who lost a bunch of weight by switching from eating fried garbage like a maniac to eating two Subway sandwiches a day. Once he lost the weight, he became the primary spokesman for Subway sandwiches. He was so valuable to Subway that when they pulled Jared's commercials, profits dipped by 10%, so they brought him back. Allegedly, Fogel was a prolific pedophile and child pornographer. He rolled with a crew of pedophiles who would meet and discuss their behavior. Allegedly, Fogel had amassed a cache of 400 different bits of child porn and did a bunch of rape. According to reports, Subway knew about this. Subway knew about this as far back as 2004 and 2008, but they never did anything until he got caught. It was obvious that he was a child molester. 
Subway would go on to feed people bread made of yoga mat, rubber, and contaminated tuna. Why so do you think their cookies Subway. were so good? Fuck. <laughs> they are. The white macadamia yeah. joints. Everyone used to go Why do you think the cookies were so yeah, good? I don't even think the Subway. cookies were that good. How do you think he lost the weight? Have you ever tried to chase a kid? <laughs> it's fucking exhausting. You try to chase a child? They got a, a toddler? Lot, they got a lot of energy. But I, I, I chase my niece around. I can't, I can't chase her. Fuck Subway. That's how he lost the weight. They are our bad business. And then he keeps going around <laughs> with his fucking fat Yo, jeans. Fuck Italian herbs and cheese. And their sandwiches are terrible, and so is the company. So they are this week's bad business. I don't know. Yeah, that, that whole I-95 explosion that happened, that, that reminded me of something that blew up in my own neighborhood a few few years back. Your bathroom? No. <laughs> that's, that's, no. that's a good one too. quick little joke. No, I remember I, I was taking a shower and I, I heard like somebody like, like, I thought it was somebody like fucking around on the roof, like on my roof or whatever. But then it turns out I, I go to the train. There's all types of sirens outside, cops, ambulance, firefighters, everything. It sounded like the apocalypse outside. I'm like, Yo, what the fuck is going on? You talking about the meth flash shit? I get to work. And How you are so far back from the mic? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I get I get to work and I find out that that a meth lab or or some kind of grow house in my neighborhood exploded. So what what happened was that this this meth lab or this this neighbor this grow house. Yeah. They they were growing weed there, or cooking meth or something like that. And they got tipped off that the cops were coming and raided. Like, they, they knew what was happening in the neighborhood. So what the criminals did is they, they rigged the house to explode. So they, wow. they, they, they knew that it was going to blow up. So they rigged Some it to Wiley explode. Coyote type shit. They rigged it to explode, and then they got the fuck out of there. And then the cops got called because of the smell of gas from how they rigged the house to blow up. People were like, it smells like gas over here. And then the fire department came, and I think the, the chief... As he was kicking down the door, it, it blew up. It, and it blew up. It killed him. A, a few other firefighters got hurt. There was like a big crater in the ground in that neighborhood from mm-hmm. like where that, where that house blew up at. And it, it was just like a, like a big, huge tragedy. Funny you say that, Daniel. I was, the, I was a unique when it happened. You were not a unique. I swear to fucking God. It was at eight and seven in the morning. It was eight I in the was morning. There. It was eight in the morning, bro. I, was I there. know exactly what you're talking about because yeah. that shit happened in my neighborhood. <laughs> it was like and eight in the morning. You were you were thrift shopping at eight a.m. No, no, no. That Maybe I, like at twelve. No, no. The shit was it was it was a scene for a week after the yeah, shit yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I was at work. I used to work at fucking uh, another high end retail job. I used to had to be in at like seven a.m. I was at work. Yeah, using the fucking bathroom, scrolling Twitter and shit. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like it was just like explosion in the Bronx. I'm like, oh fuck, that's crazy. You just kept scrolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seen it again. I was like, oh shit. I was like, all right, maybe I should see where this shit is at. Yeah, seen where it was at, and I was like, oh shit, this is my neighborhood. How, how far are you from there? More than I'm comfortable disclosing. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit was crazy. From what I remember, crazy. from what I remember, it was. It was a marijuana grow house. It was a marijuana. And I and thought it was a meth lab. They were time. they was they were like manipulating the gas line to be able to power an entire house of mm. indoor growing. Uh-huh. But like, if you looked at the gas bill, the shit would obviously like something sus is happening. So that's why they manipulate the gas line to go to to siphon that shit or whatever under the radar to be able to use that much oh. power under the radar. And they were using too much, yeah. so it caused the gas leak. 
uh-huh. and that's what caused the explosion. So somebody actually called that morning, like, "Yo, the the whole neighborhood smelled like gas." I thought that they rigged it to blow up so that they no, no, could no. just get away with evidence. It would have been a way bigger coyote. Would have been yeah. a way bigger story, and that person would have done way more time. It was yeah. an, it was supposedly an accident. It was a low key grow yeah, house that had I'd been say. there for like ten years or some shit. Uh, somebody gonna need to verify that, but a grow house that had been there for a while. They had siphoned the gas line. To be able to go into the radar, to be able to grow that much, so they were weed. they were stealing from like they were doing some shit to Con Ed. Yeah, they were stealing Con Ed, and it was a sloppy job. So the gas yeah. leaked, and the when the by the time, uh, so someone called in the gas leak, they cleared out the neighborhood. Thankfully, yeah. as the fire chief was going in yeah, to yeah, inspect, yeah. shit blows up. The roof comes off, and the roof lands on him. And yeah, kills the, him the roof. Oh, the roof landed shit, on him. Right? On some fucking wet, wicked wish to the wicked wish to the west shit. <laughs> yeah. That guy got Wizard of Oz. He got his ass Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it was just his like fire boots sticking out and shit. Fucking no! I literally watched this week. Uh, you know how the stores are selling all sorts of drugs without like sanctioned. Like you could just get weed anywhere. Yeah, my yeah. weed store. It got busted by the sheriffs while I was walking there. Your weed store got busted. Yeah, in in, I in thought Brooklyn. It's legal in Brooklyn. They busted it. They took everything. They took not everything. legal at all. Apparently, so there's only. Again, someone gonna have to fact check this. I can. But there's we only five. There's nothing. only five official licensed dispensaries City, in yes. New York City. Every other smoke shop, the dispensary, whatever that sell, tell them, bud. I heard about this. They uh, they were just the sheriff's department came and the just sheriff's department trash bags. Yeah, they can trash bags yeah. of it and threw it in a sprinter van. And they can yeah. try, they can find them up to twenty k a day for selling it without being an official because you have to have your shit grown in the state and inspected and all that. Apparently, the new shit that's happening now is because a lot of these because you know the smoke shop epidemic. The shit is everywhere. It's all, yeah, it's all, yeah, all it's everywhere. True. You could throw a rock and you're gonna hit a smoke shop. So I like that term. <laughs> so they say. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. So they say now they're trying to approach a new way to like the city the government is trying to figure out how to fucking curb the shit. So now they're going to go after the landlords. They're about to start finding the landlords. If you are renting to a business that is selling it illegal, they're going to find the landlord now. Nice. That's a good way to come at it. But hey, yeah, fuck the landlord. Nice. I want the weed. I want the weed. I sell the, the weed. Landlord. Sell the weed. No, because everyone's all these stores are selling weed now. So now all the regular drug dealers from the neighborhood they're putting fentanyl on everything. Who's putting fentanyl on this weed? This guy they're making is fake fucking pills. Dude, Who's dude fentanyl that's why they're weed. making fake pills now because they, they can't sell weed pills. anymore. I'm talking about they weed. sell a shampoo at pawn shops. Weed. <laughs> yeah, so no, the neighborhood, <laughs> the neighborhood bud man, the neighborhood bud man. Now he's selling fake pills and all this other shit with fentanyl because he can't make bread off of weed oh, no more. What, what, what about all them little fucking delis and bodegas that sell them like Street Fighter horny ass pills? Them like the rhino pill. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm Number like, one, yeah. 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 It'll I mean, make your dick hard and your head pill. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rhino pill Mountain Dew, baby. I just yeah. I bring it up just to say I'm like, yo, this shit happened in different capacities for different needs all yeah. over. They yo, just coming after the weed. Rhino pill lit. Shout out Rhino Pill. I think this sponsor is our, our most educated sponsor guest that we've had on. Us. Hey, any 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 pill that gives you dick hard, sponsor Ray, you, Ray, you Chun Li pill? Props? This is the most factual. Her educated guest that we've, that we've ever, ever had. had on. Hello Tones has hey, information. Hey, hey. He didn't even know what we were talking about prior. Yeah. He he's he just came in. He's like, I, I fucking know about this. I know about he, this. He, he, he went. He's like, that's my meth lab. He, he went. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I went to that meth lab for years. He said he didn't know <laughs> where it was. He didn't want to disclose. Yeah. Dude, Hello Tones came in, slapped his dick on the <laughs> yeah. table. Yeah. I like that. Yo, I think guys. I bought one of them pills earlier. 
Yo, and that was motherfucking bad business. Yeah. This is Barack. This is Danny. Pow. No way. Hello, Tones El Hijo de Puebla, York. Let's go. Let's go, man. I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Migo Movement. Migo Movement. Let's get it. He does have the best luck right now. We lost the World Series. We lost the Super Bowl. And now we lost 95. So, looks like we're just taking L's. Is this you talking or the liquor? Randy. I am the liquor. In the Bronx, New York, you can double park in the middle of the road to talk with a neighbor about the mayor or the Yankees. You can pick enough exotic honey to fill a can bucket. And you can see a podcast where bad business tells it how it is. We still tell it in straight, deliberate fashion, much as we ever do. Cheers. One listen, you'll be glad to know we don't ever plan to stop. Bad business with Barack and Daniel.